Isn't it best to go out each run and run as fast as I can? Or are there benefits even if I run slow? Welcome to another episode of the Happy Runner podcast. My name is Roman and today I will chat with running coach Harry about the benefits of slow running. Hi Harry and welcome to the Happy Runner. Hello, it's awesome to be back for a second time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, it's as you mentioned the second time that you're with us on this podcast. The first time we talked about you as a running coach and also a little bit about your running. Uh, and one of the benefits if you work with a coach is that a coach makes sure that you have a running plan that has a proper structure. So, Harry, before we go into slow running, how should a training plan be structured? Okay, so it's, it's a brilliant question. Um, and obviously you'll see so many different training plans wherever you look, whether it's the internet, on social media or whatever. But one of the most important things when creating a plan as a coach myself is you've got to take in so many variables of that athlete. You've got to look at the personality of that athlete, the training background history, their training paces, their work schedule, what time are they going to have to fit, fit everything in. You've got to look at all these things, their fitness level, um, their strength conditioning background, their history, before you even start to look at adding the specific runs into, into your plan. So no plan is ever going to be identical um, whenever I'm setting one. You could have two people with the exact same goals, um, say it's a 40-minute 10K. I will not give them the exact same plan. It will be specific to their goals, their lifestyle and what they need. But going on to a bit more detail about the plans themselves, um, as we've discussed briefly before, there is a kind of typical pattern of what a, a plan will usually involve. Often you'll see easy runs in there. That should make up a large volume of the running. Um, interval sessions, often known as quality, which is more faster running. You've also got your longer runs. You've got your recovery runs. You've got fart left runs. Hill sessions all sprinkled in there as well. So there's loads of variety, loads of different types of runs, but it's all about putting it together uh, in the best way possible. Okay, so from what you said, there are at least easy runs and recovery, recovery runs that should be run at a slow pace. There are also longer runs, but there the pace can vary a little bit. And they are in almost all of the training plans that we find uh, these days. Do we need to run? all of those runs, let's say easy runs and recovery runs, at the same slow pace? Again, it's a brilliant question. So yeah, as you say, with most plans, you are going to see easy runs, you are going to see recovery runs and long runs too. Now, for me, uh, easy runs and recovery runs are not the same. You will see some coaches or some plans that kind of group them together as the same thing. Um, but for me, a recovery run, the clue's in the name. It, it, its um, primary goal is recovery, right? 
So, for example, I might set a recovery run after a hard long run or a hard interval session or a hard race, for example. And the idea in that recovery run um, is simply to go out for a very, it's usually very short, obviously not very intense run, just to get the legs moving again, get the blood flowing. Uh, there's no kind of interest from my point of view on pace. I don't, I rarely will set a pace for a recovery run um, or even an easy run, but I'll get onto that. Um, it's all about refreshing yourself. Sometimes you, you, you kind of want to aim to feel better after a recovery run than you do at the start. That's the whole point, um, a recovery run. So yeah, recovery run is different to an easy run. An easy run, um, as I said before, does often um, make up a lot of a running plan, a training plan. Um, and one of the primary aims of an easy run is to build that aerobic base, um, as well as injury prevention we don't want to be going 100% every run of the week we don't want to be going hard every run of the week because one it's going to limit our progress and two there's a very very good chance that our athletes or runners are going to get injured so easy runs are so important as our recovery runs but they are different okay so uh, as you suggested let's give an example uh, I personally train for a sub three hour 30 minutes marathon so my race pace is just uh, under five minutes per kilometer or at about seven minutes 55 per mile so how slow would you say do i need to run my easy runs and how slow my recovery runs okay so i'd say there's two answers to this question I could give you a rough answer and say you should aim for roughly 1 minute 30 to 2 minutes per kilometer slower for your easy runs slash recovery runs or I could say a more kind of detailed answer which is it depends on your week exactly what you've done that week if you've had a particularly strenuous week with races or workouts your your pace on the easy runs or recovery runs is going to be slower than it would uh, be normally so the answer is the pace isn't always going to be the same and I'd never expect that from an athlete obviously we know roughly where your slow um, where your easy runs and recovery run paces are going to be um, but for me it's more important more important for the runner to feel like it's easy to feel like it's recovery not necessarily dictated by pace a lot of these runs can be done without a watch because it's all on feel. How do you feel? Does it feel easy? Are you breathing easy? Can you talk to other people when you're running? That's usually a good sign it is easy. Um, obviously, recovery is meant to be even easier than that. Um, so yeah, you can give specific paces um, and rough kind of guidelines between certain paces, but at the same time, um, a lot of the time it's on feel. Okay, so I had another question for you, which you actually already answered somehow. Uh, meaning that running at slower paces or those easy runs help to build a good aerobic base and prevent injuries. But I'm sure there are a lot more benefits from running at slower paces. So would you go through them? For us yeah 100 so as you rightly point out two of the main ones are injury prevention and, and building the aerobic base uh, I, I particularly put emphasis on the injury prevention one as i said before 
if you're going 100% on all your runs or just hard on every single run, it will catch up with you, whether it's in a week or a month or whatever uh, long time. But going on to other benefits, um, one of the ones that's maybe not thought about is if you're running at a slower pace than usual, you can run with slower people. So, for example, if you've got friends or club members that maybe you couldn't usually run with because you're aiming for a higher goal or a fast pace, you've now got a chance to run with them, another chance to socialise with them um, and run with them. So, yeah, that's one of the kind of, I guess, benefits that isn't thought about. Another one is kind of teaching yourself to have patience, discipline. At the end of the day, running is about having discipline, whether it is training, whether it is getting your paces right, whether it is setting off in a race at the right speed, you need discipline. So instilling this in training um, through, as you say, get the paces right in easy runs, for example, um, can make a big difference long term. Another thing is obviously it helps adapt the tendons, the ligaments, the bones, the joints in a more kind of natural way, especially if you're beginning running. Um, you want to be introduced in a kind of gentle way, not to overload the body in a way. Um, so yeah, that's that's the main one for me as well. And another one, uh, just quickly as well, uh, there's been a few studies that say runners that um, most of their volume consists of slower slash moderate pace runs have a lower risk of mortality rate than runners that are doing a lot of strenu strenuous running, fast running. Um, obviously, I'd like to highlight that running is uh, healthy in general, of course, and it's beneficial to all runners. But yeah, that study points out that it's actually uh, a little bit healthier to go a little slower and a little more considerate pace. So yeah. So if we want to live long, we need to run slow. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what it's saying, isn't it? Yeah, but still, obviously, it's good to run whatever pace you go at. So I would never say don't run fast. Okay. And then there are some training plans who suggest you do uh, uh, after certain slow runs uh, some strides. What do you think about this and how to do them properly? Yeah, so strides, I'd say, is something that's maybe not familiar with a lot of kind of casual runners or runners that are maybe new to the sport. And to be honest, there is a bit of debate about their actual uh, benefits or um, if they kind of cancel out the benefits of a slower or easy run, for example. But just quickly to say what they are, um, they're essentially a... You can do four or five of them usually, um, and they're usually 80 to 100 meter sprints. Um, usually going about 90 to 95% of your full speed, um, and you'll take a little rest after each one. It's not meant to be hard, it's not meant to be strenuous. Um, it's simply to help you get the leg turnover getting higher. Um, and as you said, they can be used at the end of an easy run. A lot of the time, they'll be used in a warm-up before a race. So before a 5k race for me, I'll do a series of strides. Uh, just, as I said, to get the leg turnover ready, to get the body ready. Um, now, specifically at the end of an easy run, obviously you've just done that easy run. In a way, you haven't gone at a pace that would be reflective of your goal pace, whatever that might be. Um, so adding straight strides at the end can kind of... Um, what's the best way of putting it just get your body ready i guess for whenever that may be 
uh, without cancelling out the benefits of an easy run. Obviously, you don't want to do your easy run and then you're absolutely knackered doing the strides. That's definitely not what you want to do. But go for them, include them now and then. You don't have to do them every single time. Um, but yeah, I recommend strides just to keep you fresh um, and, and keep that leg turnover high. So uh, thanks for your insights, Harry. I'm sure uh, we answered quite a few questions uh, why running at slower paces is beneficial and why not go out and run uh, at the uh, maximum speed you can run on each and every run. It could be that uh, our listeners will have some more questions for you. Uh, so I will put a link uh, to your web page in the description of this episode uh, so people can reach out for you. So thanks once again for being with us and enjoy the next few days. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that and can't wait to be back. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. If so, I would appreciate you subscribe to the Happy Runner podcast and recommend it to other runners you know. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and on our webpage. Happy running!